Hey there, this is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and you are listening to Gay News America. Enjoy. Welcome to part two of my year-end review of Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. It's the year-end review of 2016, where I look back over last year, and this is the second half of the year, where I look back over all of the guests and some of the events that I covered and some of the people that I interviewed and uh, the music of some friends of mine that I interviewed and had the pleasure of interviewing over the last year. But first, I just want to say thank you very much to Gay News America. Yay! I love them, and I am so grateful that they uh, have picked up my show, and um, this is the second episode of Artists Exposed with Tim Moss that is airing on Gay News America. Woohoo! I appreciate it, Brandon. Thank you very much. Um, for picking up the show. I, I'm excited to be part of the Gay News America family. Um, it's uh, quite a, it's a thrill. It's a definite thrill for me. And uh, hopefully I can uphold the quality that you expect on Gay News America and uh, for bringing you some of the top LGBT entertainment. Uh, I am based out of New York City. And uh, I do cover a lot of events, and I cover some A-list celebrities as well as um, rising stars in the LGBT community. I talk to singers and songwriters and authors and actors uh, as well as as celebrities at uh, some red carpet events. Now, in this episode – this is part two. I'm looking back over the second half of 2016 – I talked to some good friends of mine who are some amazing singer-songwriters. I talked to Aris from here in New York, Tom Goss, who's a real good buddy of mine for years now. Um, we've we've performed together, and uh, I just – I absolutely adore Tom and his incredible talents. Sally Darling is a cabaret performer here in New York, as is Margot Channing the fabulous drag queen here in New York, who's a good friend of mine as well. Craig Greenberg is uh, an independent uh, singer-songwriter here, uh, out based out of Brooklyn here in New York City. Aaron Paul is a very good friend of mine also. He is a singer-songwriter. He was the lead singer in uh, World's, End, World's Apart, sorry, out of England. And I also talked to Charles Bush, Albert Daba, Howard Bloom, Daniel Nardicio, and I cover Broadway Sings for Pride, the Glam Media Awards, and uh, Chulo Fashion at the Ritz. So I'm bringing that all to you, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you again. You're listening to Gay News America. Hey there! This is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and you're listening to Gay News America. Oh, I am so excited! Oh, I think I just wet myself. Hmm. Hello, hello, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. Yay! I'm telling you, I have so much fun doing this show, and I have interviewed so many incredible people over the years, and every new year, I take the first two weeks of the year, and I look back at the previous year. So this is part two, the finale of my year in review for 2016. 
Yay! Once again, I had some amazing entertainers, amazing performers and singers, songwriters and actors and activists, and I covered events. Um, so in part two, I'm going to talk to Eris, Tom Goss, Sally Darling, Margot Channing, Craig Greenberg, Aaron Paul, and Charles Bush. You're going to hear music from all of those. Plus, I also interviewed Albert Daba, Howard Bloom, and Daniel Nardiccio. And I covered Broadway Sings for Pride, the Glam Awards, and Chulo Fashion during Fashion Week at the Ritz. So let's get things started here. And first up is a song by my wonderful guest. I've He's been on my show before. I absolutely adore this man. His name is Eris. So please enjoy a song by Eris. Hey, this is Eris, and you're listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss.
Thank you so much, Eris. I always love when you come on the show. Uh, I always have such a great time chatting with you. Um, next up uh, is an actor, filmmaker, former baseball player. He's a fascinating person. His name is Albert Daba. And I got to sit down with him and chat about his new I guess uh, kind of a it's based on his life story, but the film that he was creating at the time. So please enjoy a little bit of my interview with Albert Daba. So then I started uh, Simba Productions. It was called back then Video Portfolios Productions. And anyway, along the way, uh, I was I went to see this therapist to deal with issues, and um, he one day told me, "Why don't you write your story?" Hmm? It's pretty amazing. Uh huh. So that's when I started the extra innings right. uh, film, the screenplay. And actually, my first title, I didn't, never liked it, but I took this acting workshop not too long ago, maybe five years ago. And it was a workshop on getting to know who you were mm-hmm. or who you are. And um, he gave us our like essences afterwards, and he says, mine was like, you know what I love, extra innings. And it was kind of, what does that mean? And then it was like about hope and dreams. And then one day I just said, oh my gosh, extra innings. What a good name for a film. That is, it's great. So that's. So my guest is Albert Daba. And uh, the name of the film is Extra Innings. Now, at what stage is the film at? Like where? Um, we're, we're, we're in, uh, a in pre-production. pre-production. Uh-huh. Thank you, Albert Daba. I really enjoyed sitting down and chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit better. Um, Next up is also another repeat. This is a good buddy of mine, a singer-songwriter that has been on my show before. We have performed in shows together. He's – I just absolutely adore this man. Um, And and he is now in L.A. with his husband, Mike. and still just travels the country performing and singing. His name is Tom Goss. Tom is such an amazing singer-songwriter. I just absolutely adore this man. Um, and, and, and whenever he's in town, I'm just always so grateful and hope that I get to nab him for a little while so that I can do another interview and catch up. The last time uh, I – when I did this interview with him, um, this last one – uh, we ended up just hanging out after the interview for probably about like two hours, just hanging out and catching up and chatting and stuff. He's just so great. But please welcome um, my wonderful guest uh, and good friend, Tom Goss. This is Tom Goss, and we're listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss.
I love my buddy Tom Goss. Woohoo! Um, also, another thing that I love to do in for this show is cover events. Now, I had covered Broadway Sings for Pride, which is an organization started by Neil Bennington, a good buddy of mine, and uh, he just. It just always accelerates every year. It just gets bigger and better and continues to expand, and I'm very, very grateful for it and for Neil Bennington. Um, this year, I got to interview the rare opportunity to interview B.B. Newirth, and my microphone fucked up. I was 
so incredibly disappointed. She was so wonderful and gracious to grant me the interview, and I loved our chat and I loved our talk, but you can't hear anything because people were screaming out in the hallway there. I was so disappointed, but she was there. But um, I do have other people from Broadway Sings for Pride. I'm just giving you a little taste of um, who I spoke with, and one is is my dear friend um, Ronnie Giles, who we lost just a couple weeks ago to cancer. But so it'll be great to hear his voice. All right, enjoy uh, some of the guests at Broadway Sings for Pride. Welcome back to Artist Exposed with Tim Moss, and Artists we are at. Exposed, Tim, am I exposed right now? Of course. Yes, I'm going right, to be exposed. Pardon me. I'd like to excuse me. I just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we are at Broadway Sings for Pride, and look who is here—the fabulous Hi. Sam Champion. How are you? I'm well, thank Let's you. How are get you? you? Some light. You want to get a little uh, in the light? How's there that? you are. Is that so much oh, better? You found your light. I, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I know. I always know. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. So much going on. But how about you? How about you? What's What's been doing with you? We're excited about the night tonight. Um, yes. I think this week, for me, um, Pride took on a very special meaning this week. Absolutely. And so what I'm trying to tell people when we talk about Pride now, I always felt Pride was internal, something that we should understand and learn for ourselves and experience kind of the strength of who we are. Right. I now feel that Pride this week has to be external. I think you've got to push that pride out. Sadly, in this country, it's become okay to look at people who are different and to make fun of them and to marginalize them and to do it outwardly and do it in front of other people and do it without any shame or embarrassment. That's wrong. And this is a very special evening and a very special interview. I am here with Rook. Ruth Coker Burns. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. I don't know if I can speak because it's so overwhelming to me, but during the AIDS epidemic in the 80s, and I witnessed this firsthand, so many of the people who were diagnosed with AIDS and dying a horrible death um, were abandoned by their families. Their families would turn their back on them and just leave them to die a horrifying death on their own. And Ruth was there for many, many people to hold their hand and the way I understand, let them go back to God. That's it. I felt like that I was taking them across a river and handing them to God. Uh huh. That's what I felt like. And they were so wonderful and they were so brave and they didn't go, oh, woe is me and why did I get uh-huh. this? They wore it with pride uh-huh. and they they took it to their grave with mm-hmm. pride. They were very proud and they were the first. Mm-hmm. And Billy weighed 55 pounds when he died. Oh my goodness. And when I moved after he died and I, I straightened him up so his friends could come in and see him, I just used my wrist to move him. He oh was so goodness. light. He was oh so light. Uh-huh. And I just did what I had to do. Uh-huh. Welcome back to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. We are at Broadway Sings for Pride. And look who popped by my buddy, Ronnie Giles. Hi, Tim Moss. I love this guy. How are you? Good. So happy to be here. And I always love getting a kiss from a straight man. Yes, yes, yes. But no tongue, as I always say. I don't even let my girlfriend give me the tongue anymore. Oh, look what I have in my hand. A postcard advertising my show at the Metropolitan Room, July 28th, next month, 7.15 p.m., 
In the downstairs lounge. Okay, that's out of the way. Okay. How you doing? What else would you like to know? Is that enough? I don't want to be a ham, folks. <laughs> Especially at the JCC. That wouldn't be appropriate, would it? Yeah. If I was hamming it up. All right. Tim, I'm going to let you interview some other people. Thank you. God bless you. I love me some Ronnie Giles. Yes, and I love me some Tim Moss. <laughs> Goodbye, America. That was our Ronnie Giles right there. God bless you. And uh, love and light to you, Ronnie Giles. Thank you to Sam Champion from uh, the National uh, Weather Channel. Thank you for stopping by and chatting. I love Sam Champion. He's the coolest guy. And uh, also Ruth Coker Burks, who is also Burns, who is also known as the um, Cemetery Angel, and she truly is. Please Google her and find out more about her. She is an amazing, amazing human being, and I was grateful to talk to all three of them at this year's Broadway Sings for Pride. Um, next up is Sally Darling. She was doing a show at Don't Tell Mama and uh, stopped by to uh, promote her show. I adore Sally. This was the first time we got to chat. But uh, let's take a listen to a song that she sang that night at Don't Tell Mama. Please welcome Sally Darling. There are certain times of day when all the citizens retire to tear their clothes off and perspire. It's one of those rules that the greatest fools obey. Because the sun is far too sultry and one must avoid its ultraviolet ray. That's natives. The natives grieve when the white men leave their huts because they're obviously. Definitely nuts. Mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun. The Japanese don't care to. The Chinese wouldn't dare to. Hindus and Argentines sleep firmly from 12 to 1. But Englishmen detest them. Siesta. In the Philippines, they have lovely screens to protect you from the glare. In the Malay states, there are hats like plates, which the Britishers won't wear. At 12 noon, the natives swoon and no further work is done. But mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun. It's such a surprise for the Eastern eyes to see that though the English are effete, they are quite impervious to heat. When the white man rides, every native hides in glee. Because the simple creatures hope he will impale his soul a dumpy on a tree. <laughs> Same natives, pay no attention. It seems such a shame when the English claim the earth that they give rise to such hilarity and mirth. And Englishmen go out in the midday sun. The toughest Burmese bandit can never understand it. In Rangoon, the heat of noon is just what the natives shun. They put the scotch on right out and lie down. In a jungle town where the sun beats down to the rage of man and beast, the English garb of the English saw really gets a bit more creased. In Bangkok, at 12 o'clock, they foam at the mouth and run. Dogs and Englishmen go up in the midday sun. Bad dogs and Englishmen. 
Englishman go up to the middle sun. The scholar's Bailey rabbit deplores this foolish habit. In Hong Kong, they strike a gong and fire off a noonday gun to reprimand each inmate who's inlaid. In the mangrove swamps where the python robs, there is peace from 12 to 2. Even caribous lie around in snooze, but there's nothing else to do. In Bengal, to move at all is seldom, if ever, done. <laughs> but mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday, 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 Yay, Sally Darling. I love you, honey. Um, next up is Howard Bloom. I had the most amazing, amazing talk with him. He was one of the most successful publishers – or pu I'm sorry, publicists in the music industry to date. He – Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, um, John, uh, George Michael, etc., etc., etc. Some of the heavyweights in the industry worked with Howard Bloom. So here's a brief – cut from uh, my interview with Howard Bloom. When you land in the music industry, you land among people who've had a certain traditional way of doing things. Right, right. But they don't see those traditions. Those are the things that are invisible to them. Right. But you're coming in as a creature from Mars who's never seen anything right. before. Right. And you have as a basic... A fresh mind yeah. and a fresh perspective. And you have the tools of the ways of thought that are taught by... There was a mathematician named Martin Gardner, and he did a column in the Scientific American called Mathematical Games. Mm -hmm. And I read the Scientific American from cover to cover every issue. Mm -hmm. And so I had the tools given to me by Martin Gardner um, right. with which to look at these strange, unearthly, to me unearthly, because they weren't like any, you know, yeah. I came from elsewhere. I didn't right. come from this field. So I re-examined everything and came up with my own ways of doing things wow. that were based on efficacy, not on tradition, on efficacy, on okay. actually working. I was trying to explain to somebody the other day that I've been an incompetent at learning any every musical instrument I've ever tried. Uh -huh. But the one thing I turned out to be capable of playing was the star-making machinery. And she yes. said, the star-making yeah. machinery? What's the star-making machinery? Well, in a sense, I had to make it up as I went along. Right. Because there was no tradition, there but was no vocabulary. Could... Right, but you saw... This is how the people are thinking. This is the talent that they have. This is what we need to do to bridge that gap yeah. in between. And, and another very basic insight, which is music is not about an exchange of a piece of plastic. It's not about mm -hmm. uh, pay right. for a download. Absolutely. It is not about markets. It's not about branding. It's not about any of these impersonal concepts. I, I am with you 100% Well, on it's that. fucking human soul. It is. It is. I mean, when it's you perform, expression. yeah, you come alive in a way you're not alive yeah. in normal, everyday life. Absolutely. And you know that that is like a reverberatory circuit. You're getting Absolutely. the energy of the audience. It's being transmogrified in you or above you or something like that. It's flooding yeah. back out through you as Absolutely. if you were an empty pipe. Well, that happens to me too, Tim. Uh, Howard Bloom is one of the most amazing minds of our time. He has been even compared to Edison and Einstein, mind you. This guy is really – he just surpasses um, – his, his ability to think and uh, logic is just amazing. Um, Google Howard Bloom. He is an author. He is a scientist. He was 
the, one of the most successful music publicists in history. Um, he it was just fascinating, and I loved every second I spent with Howard Bloom. He was just amazing. Now, next up is my good buddy Margot Channing. We're going to hear a song of hers um, for her cabaret show, which was called Margot Channing is Hung. Enjoy. Kids, it's a story long to be told. And even though I'm a bit of a scratchy singer, it's got to be told. So here I go before I get too old. Kids, you know I'm going to sing it. So you know I'm I've slept in shanties in Bangor, Maine Ran away as soon as I could sail So I didn't go insane New York to L.A. Played that game all for fame I've been an extra in movies Standing for Liza Now this cabaret Cracking a few eggs, so grab a hold of your cocks. Dig booze, boy toys, and sequin frocks. Pop the cork and drink champagne. Kids don't refrain, it's Margo. From common law cabin to a Bordello in Bangkok. I hope there's a sex tape, I'm hard as a rock. Went in the shower, Sadaka's head in my knockers. Quick, get me my beta blockers. Heart attack. I know what you're thinking, so you better start drinking. So sit back and cross your legs, we'll get it right. No matter what else you're gonna do with your night, so put your hands together for this old girl at night. I'll be cracking a few eggs, so grab a hold of your cocks. Dick blues, boy toys and sequin frocks. Pop the cork and drink champagne, kids don't refrain, it's Margo. Pop the cork and drink champagne. <laughs> Come on kids, now don't refrain. That is my Margot Channing. I love her. Fabulous, darling. Um, next up, another annual uh, event that I cover is the Glam Awards, and that's for like the drag community, for the New York City nightlife. And it's just always so incredible and so fabulous and just so many incredible people there. And this uh, last year, which is the recording that you're going to hear, um, was hosted by Bianca Del Rio. So I got a chance to talk to her. I got a chance to talk to Marcus, who is just I, – I didn't. I never even know what to say with Marcus. His mouth is so filthy. All I do is just say, how are you, and put the mic in front of his face, and he just takes it from there. He's And I never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And then the fabulous Paige Turner, another buddy of mine. So enjoy a couple clips from the Glam Awards with Bianca Del Rio, Marcus, and Paige Turner. 
Welcome back to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. We are at the 2015 Glam Awards, and look who we have here, the fabulous one and only Bianca Del Rio. How are you, my dear? I'm very well. I'm excited to be hosting tonight the Shindig. It's the 17th annual Glam Awards, which is kind of crazy because I've been in New York uh, 10 years, so it's kind of interesting for me now to come back and do it because it Uh seems like all this fucking time has passed. It's nuts. Right? You know what it's like getting old. It's a motherfucker. (laughs) I really don't. It seems like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been my dear uh, great uh well since um since drag race uh i was in new york for about a year and then i just relocated to los angeles oh i didn't know that because i needed a little space uh yeah. because my <laughs> jew landlords were assholes here my radiator wasn't fixed so i decided to travel out there for a minute you know because we're basically living in an airport fortunately right, which is great right. um but at least there when i go home there's sunshine there's no snow and there's yeah. none of that madness so it and works no and there's not necessarily a kitchen in the middle of your living room no this is actually good i actually have a kitchen i have a dishwasher like oh, a real rich God. white woman God. A dishwasher <laughs> and a fucking parking spot. You, I mean, it's insane. Stop it. I have no car, but I got the parking spot. <laughs> I just do my makeup there. Yeah. <laughs> and look who is here, the fabulous Marcus. How are you, darling? I'm incredible. I'm feeling sexy and free. Yes, you uh, are. It's a little warm in here, so I'm hotter than Anne Frank in a gas oven. Oh. Uh, but I'm just so excited because this is the night of like the who's who or the who cares. Uh, but it's just great. It's like the AIDS walk where they sit down and win awards. <laughs> But it's important to stay positive. I said it to Martin Sheen just yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. I just can't. Oh, my God. I can't even think of anything to ask you. I'm just going to hold the mic in front of you, and you just keep talking. And I'm going to suck it? I mean, what do you want me to fucking do? (laughs) Hold on. Make it disappear. Now, uh, what are you doing tonight here at the show? Are you presenting? Well, uh, um, I have a suicide pact I'm late for. (laughs) It was one of those, like, you jump, I jump, uh, you first kind of things with Bianca, who's a great friend of mine. Uh, I told her everything she knows about (laughs) rasping. Um, Yeah, we're going to be doing, like, um, Ricola commercials together. Like, Harmony and Big Ange. Ricola. It'll be (laughs) We are at the 2015 Glam Awards. Look who is here, the fabulous Paige Turner. How are you, my dear? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, my God, me too. It's uh, You are a big star now because you were on Billy on the Street. Oh, yes. And I watch it all the time. I was so happy to see you. You're like the perfect person to be. You're always interviewing people, so for someone to stop you. Yeah, that's true. And you be in the, you know, in the in that seat, the passenger seat. It was like a big thrill for me. Oh, I had I so much giddy fun. girl. And, yeah, he seemed like he really loved you. I, was, I love when he doesn't uh, like people. But I love that he loved you. So, yeah, we had a ball. It was a great time. We're like that now. Love it. Oh, my God. I have so much fun with these people. I swear to God. It is just too much fun. I love what I do. I really do. Um, next up, we're going to take a listen to a song from a young man that I had the, the fortune to interview this year. I was very impressed with him and his music. His name is Craig Greenberg. And uh, he's really quite an, an in, incredible independent artist. So please take a listen to Craig Greenberg. Hey, this is Craig Greenberg, and you're listening to Artist Exposed with Tim Moss. She'll step on all you do 
I shall only call for you when everyone is gone. I shall put your music down with all your friends around. You better figure out before it gets too late. And when it's cold at night, she will call you up and act so nice and feed you wine. She'll make you feel her pain, how she needs you now. But it's all a show. Yeah, you need to know that girl is wrong for you. She'll walk all over you. She'll push your dreams aside, force inside her own. She'll make you feel so small with neat letters on the wall. You better make a call before you're in too deep. Can you say you're sorry when it's clearly not your fault? And how many made-up bullshit stories can you take? 'Cause she's so fake. Oh yeah, and that girl is wrong for you. She'll shit on all you do. She'll only call for you. Everyone is gone. She'll only cut you down with all your friends around. You better figure out before it gets too late. You better figure out before it gets too late. You better figure out before it gets too late. I love my Craig Greenberg. Yay! He is so talented. Be sure to check him out and follow his music and his career. Good guy. A good guy. Um, next up is uh, another buddy of mine. His name is Daniel Nardicio. Daniel is an amazing man. He um, is kind of a leader in the LGBT community here in New York City. He promotes uh, dance parties for the, the younger LGBT crowd. Um, he also has gotten into production and he has produced Cheetah Rivera at Carnegie Hall, Alan Cumming at Carnegie Hall. He's taken Liza Minnelli, um, Carol Channing and others out to, uh, Fire Island to perform. He's just, he's a remarkable promoter and producer. So here's a quick clip from, um, a little portion of, uh, 
the interview that I had with Daniel Dardicio where he was talking about his life and just some of the places that he has went and lived. I love his adventure for life. Because, wow. I, I, you know, I'd heard San Francisco was an easy town to get around. and uh-huh. So I just picked up and moved to San Francisco, and I lived there for five years. And that's when things started to happen. I I became friends with Justin Vivian Bond. You oh, know I the cabaret Justin yeah. Vivian Bond. She's fabulous. Um, and v is fabulous. V is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, um, and Justin and I became very good friends at the time and started hanging out a lot. And that, that started to really... Uh, exposed me to more interesting people. You know, San Francisco uh-huh. was an interesting town. I mean, it was a sad town at the time because it was really during the AIDS crisis. I mean, this was probably oh, right. 80, 86 to 89, 90. Oh, wow. Yeah, those were intense years. Those were intense years, but it was also, you know, a really interesting time uh-huh. for you to be a young gay guy in San Francisco right. because there was a lot culturally going on, a lot of interesting people performing, and San Francisco was still cheap. And uh-huh. so I lived there for about four or five years, and Justin and I. Uh, like I said, we were, we were best friends at the time, and still very close now, but I, um, and then I decided to move to Berlin. I was going to school in San Francisco oh at ACT, uh-huh. and I could see that it really wasn't going to go anywhere, because San Francisco was so small, I began to realize that it wasn't really going to go anywhere in San uh-huh. Francisco. You know, no one had an acting career in San Francisco, and, um, except if you wanted to work at ACT or something, but right. I wanted, I wanted to do something. So, the Gulf War ended, and I just thought to myself, you know, I think I'm going to go to Berlin. I fucking love that. It was a good time. <laughs> It was a crazy you time. Just, you just decided? Had well, you the ever been had there? Come down. The wall had come down, and I studied a little bit of uh, German in high school. The wall had come down. It was 89. In 90 was when I woke up one day, and I thought, why am I just you know toiling in San Francisco? I'm going to go to Berlin, learn German, spend a little time, and I'll make it work. So I ended up saving you know four or $500, not a lot of money, and I had the plane ticket, and I flew to Berlin. And I just made it work. And I ended up being there for five years. Learned German fluently, had numerous boyfriends, apartments, adventures, traveled every weekend. Finally, I got a good job bartending, and I would travel every weekend. Like, I literally Friday morning, I'd wake up, and I'd go, go to Prague by train, or I'd go to Budapest, Denmark, you know, uh, Sweden. I would just go to, I would just constantly get on the train and go places, because Berlin was center, and I wanted to be able to travel, you know, Amsterdam. So I would go to these places and just get off the train at, like, midnight in Prague and try to find a hotel. I mean, I was, none of this I would do now, and none of it I actually recommend to someone to do. I'm glad I did it. I I hear you. But I I don't recommend, Uh like, young people just getting off a train in Prague, but um, not knowing where you're going to stay. And, of course, now I'm so different. Like, I want all my white lady comforts, but uh-huh. but um, I had a blast and um, how adventurous! My God, it was a good time in my life. But a lot of that was just you know because I was crazy and young and I wanted to experience yeah, everything. Right. And also too, I knew older people than San Francisco used to say to me, "If you don't do it now, you never will." Right. Exactly. And I now I get it. I can't yeah. now. I mean, I bought a little Same place there. in New Orleans, and so I get to go to New Orleans, which feels really um, uh-huh. adventurous. But it's yeah. not. It's New Orleans, and I have an apartment there, and it's completely oh, safe. That's still fast. It's still. I love it. Yeah. But it's not the same as, like, I'm getting off a train, I don't know where I'm going right, to sleep. Right. You know what I mean? Now it's like, I know where I'm going, and i got to take care of the mortgage, and, yeah, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Putting in new hardwood floors, and just stuff like that. But um, Those white women responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally. So- Love me some Daniel Nardicio. Yes, hunty. Definitely. I adore that man. Um, and I'm so grateful that he took the time to allow me to sit down and interview him. That was very, very cool of him. Um, next up is another good buddy of mine for, for a few years. Um, he was the lead singer for Worlds Apart, which was Simon Cowell from American Idol. It was his first boy band that he had produced in England. This singer's name is Aaron Paul. 
And uh, actually, I sang vocals on his upcoming single, and we shot the music video at Stonewall, and I just, I just adore Aaron Paul. So please enjoy the title track from his latest CD that was released called Electric Erotic. Enjoy. Hello, this is Aaron Paul, and you're here with Tim Moss with Artists Exposed. Every touch, feel the joy in my heart, you light a spark. You make my body jump, stop real slow. Let the voltage explode. Caress me, dress me, do what you want to me. I like the way that you touch me. I like the way that you're kissing me. Feels like the power of electricity runs right through me Whenever you touch me Don't stop, do it Ignite me with it to me Electric erotic, electric erotic Oh, Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show. It was always always so much fun working with you and chatting with you. 
Now, the f- last event that I covered uh, or aired that aired uh, in 2016 was during Fashion Week. Chulo Underwear's fashion show during Fashion Week at the Ritz in Midtown. Um, <clears throat> I love Chulo Underwear, and I love Ricardo Muñez, at, uh, who is the founder. Um, but here I talked to a couple of uh, friends of mine that were there. So enjoy these interviews from Chulo Underwear's Fashion Week fashion show at the Ritz here in New York City. Welcome back to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and we are at the Ritz for Chulo Underwear's fashion show, and I am here with the fabulous Aveta Petty. How are you? I am doing fine. <laughs> it's Fashion Week, yeah. and we're doing this amazing show with my line, Harlem's Heaven Hats, yes. and Chulo Fabulous Men's Underwear. Uh-huh. What a collaboration. Great hats. Yeah. Great hats and great boxers and great briefs. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Welcome back to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. We are at the Ritz for Chulo Underwear's Fashion Week. Yay! And I am here with the very beautiful and wonderful Elizabeth Jean-Pierre. Yes, happy yes. to be with you. <laughs> so nice to see you. Great to see you. And now you are the executive director of? Of Uprose in Up Rose. Park, Brooklyn. Okay, which can you tell us a little bit about Uprose? Sure, it's the oldest Latino community-based organization in Brooklyn. It was founded in 1966, and it's about to turn 50. We're having our big gala September 30th. Oh, wonderful. And we're dedicated to environmental and social justice. We're an intergenerational yes. organization that does a lot of work around climate justice. Oh, that's wonderful. Like, what are some of the things that pose a threat uh, to uh, to the environment? My goodness, uh, we know that low-income communities and communities of color are surrounded by environmental burdens that cause asthma, upper respiratory disease, wow. cancer clusters, that anywhere you live in the United States, if you're a person of color, chances are you're living next to those environmental burdens. My goodness. And, and now with climate change, that poses even a bigger threat to our survivability. Yeah. Uh-huh. My goodness. This is Charles Bush, and you're listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. Oh, my. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me Who said that every wish would be heard and answered When wished on the morning star Somebody thought it up Someone believed it Look what it's done so far What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing And what do we think we might see 
Someday you'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers and me All of us under its spell We know that it's probably magic Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name Is it the sweet sound that called the young sailors? The voice might be one and the same heard it too many times to ignore it it's something I'm supposed to be someday we'll find it the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me Thank you, Charles Bush and all of the artists and incredible people that contributed to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss in 2016. Thank you so much for everyone's support and your listenership for tuning in. Um, I love what I do, and I love bringing you all of these incredible people, and I hope that you enjoy listening to me bringing you these people as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. Well, anyway, I'm going to take this out with another one of my singles from this year, which is Buy and Obey, and check this song out on YouTube, the new music video. Thank you again for another wonderful, wonderful year of allowing me to do what I love to do. Um, this year, just be sure to tell the people in your life that you love, that you truly love them. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss because when you give – when you send out pure love in this world, it just makes it a much, much better place to live. So until next week, this is Tim Moss. From Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, right here on Gay News America, saying have a wonderful, wonderful week. There's nothing to see here. Just keep moving along. It's business as usual. Don't pay attention to this song. Don't pay attention. We're told how to think. And what we should do. Behave yourselves. Big Brother's watching you. The base of our decisions are in money and greed. We want our neighbor's things. Envy is the seed. We work our whole lives at jobs that make us old. For a party, a cake, 
and a watch made of gold. We work hard to buy things, pushing onward we try. Our health in decline, and life passed us by. We're told material things will fill that hole that's deep down inside to the depths of our soul. Buy and obey, it's the only way. Don't do what you want, just do what we say. That's how things are and how they'll stay. Don't question things, just buy and The media loves to keep us in a state of constant fear with sensational horror stories throughout the entire year. What'll kill us today? Al-Qaeda or ISIS? Some storm, the flu, or some other crisis? Art no longer has talent. It's gimmick and flash. Music, film, theater, and television's just trash. We celebrate the mundane. We no longer feel. I hunger for depth, for art that is real. Law enforcement asks the public to do their work. Find this guy in the video. In your home, he may lurk. Feeding the mob mentality and fueling the fury. Turning the average Joe into judge and jury. Buy and obey, it's the only way, don't do what you want, just do what we say, that's how things are, how they'll stay, don't question things, just buy and obey. We're being overrun by all the same stores. There's no more difference between our shores. Buy this, wear that. Drive this so you're cool. Say this, look like that. Believe this or you're a fool. Hipsters spend so much money to try to look poor. But attire does not mean you really know the score. Everyone wants a group where they feel they fit in. A tribe so familiar that they believe they're akin. Pharmaceuticals and drug companies own those on the hill. Hoping the public won't notice. Here, take another pill. They need you sick. They don't want a cure. Because their profit margin, they need to ensure. Buy and obey. It's the only way. Don't do what you want, just do what we say. That's how things are, and how they'll stay. Don't question things, just buy and obey. So please, be sure to keep casting your vote for your favorite reality show, and not the president of our nation. It's no longer of the people, by and for the people. It's now of, by, and for the corporation. Corporation.
But we can change things if we really try. And it begins with us, you and I. Look deep inside for the truth you seek. No more believing the lies that we are weak. Deep within us all is our joyful treasure. We are each so powerful beyond measure. A shift in your thinking changes your actions and behavior. And with some time and hard work, you become your own savior. So don't buy and obey. Do it your own way. Do what you want, not what they say. We have the power to create a new day. So question things. Don't buy and obey. Hey there, this is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and you are listening to Gay News America.